Nice to meet you, man. Look at this thing. Hey, man, I pulled up quiet. It was stealth. You didn't hear There we go. Glad Avondale brought us together to do this and chop it up, talk some business. It's obviously one of my favorite things to do. I, I thrive on stuff like this, so I'm excited to be able to sit down today and, and chop it up with you. Sweet, man. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to be in your, you know, the place where the magic happens, right? Like we're here on Ground Zero. So excited to kind of learn a little bit more about you, your business, you know, your passions, and uh, hopefully we can share it and motivate some people out there. That's right. I have to take it back to my parents deciding to move us from the Dominican Republic. You know, my dad was a guy who wanted to have more for his family. Um, as someone who was born and, you know, was part of a, six, a family of 16 children, he was the youngest of 16. You know, I don't know his mindset was at that point because obviously very young. I came here when I was seven years old. But I know ultimately it was to provide a better life for our family. Fast forward, you know, grew up in Orange County, California. Um, I took a liking to skateboarding first. Like that was my first love. Um, one, because I love the challenge of being like the biggest guy on the skateboard. But secondly, like the camaraderie. Um, going to junior high, I started getting bigger. The board started getting smaller. I started breaking <laughs> more decks. Um, and really, I, I noticed that I had some athleticism. My friends told me, like, you should play football. And, you know, football was a big part of my life because it really kind of gave me direction and ultimately gave me my biggest opportunity to get a scholarship um, to Boise State University, um, which I, to this day, think was the best decision I've ever made because in a lot of ways, um, whether, whether it was being recruited by a lot of people, which wasn't the case, the decision was based on wanting to create something, be part of something, and it ultimately led to something that was way more than football, which is this business. When you play sports in college, you know, whether you're someone that comes in with a plan or it's someone like me who was like, football's my plan. Yeah. They put me in the classes that gave me the best chance to stay eligible. Yeah. So communications, <laughs> you know, when you hear, well, come, I'm pretty good at talking. I'm pretty good at relationships. Yeah. Communications that ended up being in. I ended up having some, some direction towards journalism because I felt like, shoot, if I suck at football, maybe I can talk about football. Sure. I always tell people like college is something that, you know, these days is kind of watered down because of what the true value of a degree is. But if you're going to go to college, one, do it to make yourself better in some way. And two, realize that the people around you are just as valuable as what you're learning. Kids always ask me, like, as if there's a shortcut. How do you how do you get to where you are? How do I, you know, and it's like, man, I always have to tell them, you got to scroll down my Instagram and start from the beginning. You know, this was a this was a 10 year journey. We didn't have investors. We didn't have um, a lot of the opportunity. All we had was the um, the relationships that we had built in the industry over the years to get us here. I was making music in my younger years. That was my first passion. I was the kid that grew up dancing in front of BET videos on the TV, like, and so I always assumed that that was gonna be my thing. You know, I had these very grandeur dreams of being the, you know, famous rapper. And I, I can say that I literally dreamed about this necklace since I was 14, 15 years old. I didn't get to buy it until I was 34. Right. You know what I mean? But I dreamed about this for so long. And uh, so by the time I was about 25, uh, obviously clothing and shoes always went hand in hand with the music. So it was something I had always been into, but just not as a specific uh, job type, I guess you could say, until I started a brand. Um, I started a brand, that brand started to build a little buzz and, and I got it into a store in Austin 
which is where I met my business partner, Scotty. He was working at this boutique and this guy, we're, we're about six months apart. So we're the same age, two guys on the same path, just trying to kill it in this industry. We met, we clicked off right from the beginning. Uh, a couple months later, you know, I was still living in California. A couple months later, he posted on Instagram about them having a job opening at that shop. And I told him, take that post down. I'm your guy. I came to Texas, worked with him at this boutique for a couple years. I knew it was time for us to leave, start our own thing. And so we did. Um, we were kind of the young, exciting guys in the room when we would go to these fashion trade shows and things like that. And now, you know, over the years, we've kind of grown into some of the OGs in the room. You know, we used to go there and see people like the mayor and, and, and these different sneaker collectors and people who are big in the industry and be like, oh, they're so-and-so, you know? And it's like, now we're kind of transitioning and we're becoming those guys in the room. For just two guys who used to work at a clothing store to, to make as much noise as we're making, um, obviously there has to be consumer trust there, but um, I think that we have done a really good job with molding the young men below us, all of our employees, and making sure that that now gets reflected to the consumer. So even when we're traveling for YouTube or up in the office or whatever, we know that everything going on down here is exactly as we would want it. Man, I t it's funny when you get to reflect on just how important your past is yep. to your present and your future. Yep. And just everything you just talked about. I mean, you brought a swagger to Dallas based on your roots, mm -hmm. right? All those things, you know, it's like Captain Captain America, like with our powers combined, like you combined a lot of powers to come yep. over to Dallas yep. and you brought that. And I think people people see that when you, when you meet people, I think um, that ultimately kind of you know, makes you more polarizing than the rest, which I think, like you said, that's why you guys are standing out. I feel like your area of influence and the way that you have to create an area of influence is different because you're creating these partnerships between a brand and a person. And then those two things have to come together to create a product or a commercial or yeah. something that then leads yeah. to, to, to commerce. Yeah. How do you know how to pair which athlete which with each brand? You know, that's a great question because ultimately, the journey of becoming a great transcendent brand starts before we start pairing with brand, with actual brands, right? You know, I like to think of every client we have as a singular isolated brand, even though they're in team sports, to transcend the fact that you're in a helmet with 53 guys, 14 guys, whatever, you know, you need to be able to stand out. And so the brand journey really starts by me getting to know the person like that, like the back of my hand, which is obviously where some of my advantages came as a former athlete myself. I was able to speak the language based on based on actual history, yeah. based on actual experiences. And so that puts me on a very great level with them right away. And truthfully, like, I, I believe to know someone that well, you have to have a family type of relationship with them. Why I started my company was like, a lot of people see the platform as a way to come up and not as a way to pass, pass on, right? It's just like me, 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 where it's really like, well, take a second and realize that one, the reason you got there was because of the influence you got from a lot of different people. So you need to be passing that on. So we have more leaders, better leaders. To influence the influencers, as I've mentioned, is, it's, a very, it's a very heavy thing to think about because if you're not carrying yourself and influencing those influencers in that way, then you're almost creating a disconnect on the people they're influencing. It's really kind of a cool way to have it all come full circle yeah. and, and really have my influence be something that's consistent and, and help on all facets of the business. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Larry, I'm, I'm so intrigued 
in the industry that you're in because ultimately like we were brought here together because I feel like I talked about like we're a relationship people yeah. and I, I really want to hear about beyond like the business side of uh, you know shoes the industry etc like that like how does your influence in this industry make you stand out and like how has that made your business successful to the place that it's at today so obviously I had to evolve to the person that I am as a boss and somebody who has employees who work for me um, I think I I had to, I had to, with the help of my, my partner, Scotty, obviously, we make sure that our employees are good so that that can trickle down to the consumer. And so we wanna make sure that our employees are a direct reflection of how Scott and I would take care of a customer if they were to walk in the door. We learned from our, our previous boutique that we worked at the importance of customer service, and that is a heavy, heavy thing that we convey here. So the moment that you walk through the door, somebody somewhere is going to immediately greet you Kind of, they know. see the aesthetic too, and they know that these people put their heart and soul into this, and I think that's a great icebreaker right away. I feel like, that. as I said, you know, I travel to stores like this a lot, and normally, unless you walk in and you look like money and you look like you're gonna spend something, right. they typically won't even right. talk to you. Right, right, right. It's more of like a right. you shop around, you find what you like, then you bring it to the counter, and right. then that's when someone will gotcha. talk to you when you're ready to check out. Right. Here's the complete opposite. You walk through the door, my employee's gonna greet you, make sure everything's good, feel it out, get a feel for who you are just yes. based off of that first appearance. Yes. And then you have to be able to translate that into a sale on the floor. I think the appearance um, of this place takes us a long way as well. Just the way that this store looks, you know, the way that this room looks, the ambiance and the feeling that you get when you walk in here. From our, our YouTube travels, you know, I travel around to a lot of other major cities and then when I get there, we'll travel around and do sneaker shopping within that city and we try to find the best sneaker stores and, and, and let guys know, hey, if you live in Boston, these are the places you should go. If you live in New York, these are the places yep. you should go. We kind of do that for every major city now that I've kind of had my made my rounds, it's like I come back in here and I'm like, all right, we got we got something good here. You know, I've seen a lot of stores, seen a lot of ones that are, you know, the top, you know, yeah. the top ones. And right. then I walk back in here and I'm like, all right, yeah, we're, we're not doing bad. Yeah, you guys are doing all right now. Yeah you know, leading to like the right type of partnerships are always the ones that we look for because the ones that we grow together are the ones that are longer. Like a lot of True. guys are always looking for that. Yo, where's that come up? Where's that one off? One and done. That one and done. And, and I'm telling them, I was like, give a little bit back today so you can earn a lot tomorrow, right? Have, don't prepare for the now, prepare for the future. Avondale is a different type of business where they really are truly put, putting the people first, right? To be able to include people that you know, come from different places and they intersect in yeah. some way is a great way to tell stories of people that, you know, are are, are making the world a better place. So, you know, yeah. as a cliche of that could be, because that's what people want to be part of. Bringing more value than yeah. just simply selling cars, yeah. which is kind of how I got introduced to Avondale. It was just a different experience. Um, we spoke about the intersection show. They, they told me about some of the things that they did right from the beginning. And, and at no point did I ever feel pressured to purchase anything. Right, which is another reason why Avondale is great. Not only are they great creating those experiences, they also have the best products on the market. You know, you're going there, you know you're gonna get the cream of the yep. crop. And to stand out, they always all have great people that are smiling at you, not pressuring you. Yep. It's a win-win. Yeah. All right, so 
good chat so far, but I, I really want to take you out here. I want to show you a couple things. I want to show you some of these shoes, some of these. We're going to look at some off-whites. We're going to look at some early birds. We're going to look at some cool stuff. So let's go talk. Oh, let's do it. This is essentially the grail room. This is some of the most popular sneakers that you could ever want or find on the planet. Tell me a little bit about that because I'm very interested as to like what makes some of these and their value be so you know astronomical. Typically the way it works is the general release stuff isn't always the most expensive, but you do have expensive general releases. Like this Hyper Royal and the UNCs, that's a general release, but it's extremely popular because they are, they are um, OG colorways for Jordan brand. Obviously he went to the University right. of North Carolina, so right. that's why that's a heavy colorway that right. they use. Um, and then, but you know, then you get into simpler stuff like this. Jordan is trying to do a resurgence in the mid. So they're taking these influencers. Luka Doncic has his own mid. Blue the Great did his own mid. He's actually from Dallas. Wow. And so, you know, they give you an opportunity. Man, this to looks like a, like a set. They should call this a Sesame Street. It's like a Crayola. <laughs> yeah, like, Crayola. That's way better, yeah. This was dope. I got a feeling we're gonna be staying in contact. And we get to leave in these. Hey, I tell you what, <laughs> I'm gonna leave a little quieter than you. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Hey, have a good one, man. Absolutely. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch, brother.